QBM Radio. Powered by Urban Broadcast Media. Chicago. 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 This, that, and the third. Chicken fighting over rings against one beat of cane, but long little cheek. For a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little cheek. Chicken fighting over rings against one beat of cane, but long little cheek. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little cheek. Uh. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UBM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the Third and Reese PC. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the one, two, third, And you are now tuned in to another episode of This, That, and the Third each and every Friday night right here on Urban Broadcast Media. Tell a friend to tell a friend to download the app. Check out the website. And anytime you miss us live on Friday nights, you can always catch the replay of our amazing podcast by searching This, That, and the Third with the third spell I-I-I like the Roman numeral three on SoundCloud and or iTunes. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. We in the house with my girl, Glow, on the live. What up, G? She said what up to the people I also got my girl Siobhan Dia man One of uh, U of I's finest You know what I'm saying I got my uncle Jason Russell Just tuned in from Alabama What up huh You know what I'm saying And we about to get Liddy man We about to amp up real quick for y'all man So we gonna begin the show in the best fashion we know how First and foremost thank you for tuning in And uh, we just wanna give a big shout out to our sponsors Twin Media Group and Freelance Academy What up y'all And also we wanna give a huge shout out and salute To our executive producers of This and the Third Pyramid Marketing Solutions LLC. Alright. So in typical this that in third fashion, we got my man D. Curtis Randall on the board running it like Hussein Boat. What up, bro? And uh just a big shout out to UBM. Shout out to everybody that's been a part of the movement. Man, it's 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 the fall officially officially, I think. Is it officially fall yet? It's the fall, man. So it's our third season of the uh show and we've been pumping them out, man. We're coming up on our anniversary, which is gonna be on December eighth, which is gonna be a lituation. So y'all get ready for that. Y'all already know how it was for the kickoff, so expect that ten times better. And then uh man, we just gonna get it in how we know how, G. But let me kick the show off in typical this and a third fashion by recapping last week. Now first First of all, if you weren't here with us on the show, first and foremost, shame on you, right? But we appreciate you for being here with us this evening. And shout out to my girl, Helen, who just joined in on the live. Last week, what you may have missed was... We had a special guest, Lamar Farr. Now, this is my frat brother, man. It's one of my young bulls, man. And he uh, is a super producer. You know what I'm saying? An audio engineer extraordinaire. He, he tours with the likes of uh, G-Eazy from the West Coast, uh, Kaylani, you know what I'm saying, and a couple other people. Shout out to my bro Tyree Horn all the way out in Houston. Tuned in. What up? What up? Hey, hey, Helen. I see you. I see you. And uh, I got my shooter Debo in the building, too, man. So uh, shout out to my social media correspondent. You know what I'm saying? But uh, like I was saying, last week, we had my man, uh, Lamar on the show And he was just telling us About the ins and outs Of what he does And doesn't do He said he switched his name From L's on the beat man And me and Dama Was talking about that On the ride over He don't necessarily Need to change his name From L's on the beat man You need to redefine What L's mean Like usually when people Say L's That means you taking an L Right But maybe it could mean A lesson Maybe it could mean life Maybe it could mean Libation I'll drink to that but who knows, man? But at the end of the day, we're trying to figure out a new name for this uh, super producer. So y'all let us know what y'all would rename this brother if you had the opportunity to do so, which you do here on This Down the Third, all right? I got my girl Keisha, my sister, matter of fact, Keisha on the line. Z, what up on the live, Keisha? And also I have uh, Lance L.A. Anderson. What up, boy? 
All right. So last week, like I said, we had Lamar on the show, Lamar Farr, and then we also talked about sports, beginning with the NBA. Now, did y'all know that Carmelo Anthony is now a part of the Oklahoma City Thunder? Hey, how would that turn out for the boy, right? We don't know, but he's no longer a Nick. He's now officially on the roster with the Thunder. Also, D. Wade gets away from the Bulls. Congratulations and hallelujah. And uh, he's now an official Cavalier. So we're going to see if that super team can uh, compete against them dubs from out west. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, he said he was not concerned with kneeling what ifs so he wasn't gonna predict hey what happens when the preseason kicks off and will people be taking knees and how are you gonna handle it he said we'll get to that bridge we'll cross that bridge when we get to it and uh, to my understanding nobody has taken a knee as of yet so you know stay tuned on that so, hey shout out to my girl Adrena on the live all the way out there in uh lake county what up baby kiss the babies for me tell jose i said what up and your fine ass mama and sister I tell your strong ass daddy i said hello as well also, in sports news, we talked about uh, Curry and the Dubs got uninvited from the White House. You know what I'm saying? So Curry went on record saying that, well, with Trump being in office, I'm really not feeling going to the White House, even though we are the champions. So uh, I'm actually going to, you know, uh, take a rain check on that. And uh, Trump responded with, you're uninvited, all of you. So he uninvited the team, man, even though they're the NBA champions and that's tradition that they go to the White House on some Craig Hodges shit. He was just like, nah, man, don't even pull up. So that's our president, 4-5. All right, and NFL news, we talked about the Steelers uh, had tunnel vision when it came to that national anthem at Soldier Field the other week. And I was just having a conversation with Niecy Peasy, and she was telling me how the one dude that you probably see in the picture that is not in the tunnel that's on the um, Steelers, he actually was out there on accident. He's a he's a vet, so he was out there, you know, trying to be patriotic and see the flag, but he thought his team was standing behind him, and I, I didn't know that. And uh, his jersey sales apparently shot up because all the vets and whomever else supported uh, him being out there as the, as the Lone Ranger. Um, you know, they really rocking with him. And uh, he said, man, that shit was on accident. I thought my team was with me and behind me, and he apologized to his team for not standing in solidarity with them versus being out there on some vet shit for the flag. So figure that one out, and you figure out life, right? Uh, also, man, last week we talked about a Pennsylvania fire chief called Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, an ignorant nigga for having his team stay in the tunnel during the national anthem. And I feel like Tomlin was just trying to be forward thinking and say, man, we don't even want to get involved with the conflict and choosing sides. So we're going to do some pre-2009 stuff and just stay in the tunnel. And uh, I guess this uh, volunteer fire chief had a problem with that. So... You know, fuck that nigga. Um, also, last week, three weeks, three piece spicy rather went out to uh, none other than Ray Lewis, man. So the brother goes on undisputed with Shannon Sharp and uh, my man um, Skip Bayless. Is that his name? Yeah, Skip Bayless. And it's talking all this anti cap stuff, anti kneeling stuff. Man, we got to grow up, we got to conform, we got to do all these things and acculturate ourselves into, you know, the NFL has been good to us, let's be good to it type shit. And then was seen kneeling no, no more than a week ago uh, with the Ravens during the pregame and during the national anthem. So the players are taking one knee, this nigga takes both knees. So I gave him the three piece spicy of the week because he came back. Yes. Spicy mug, G. Because he came back and said that I was not kneeling. I was praying. 
And my thing is, nigga, go to your prayer closet. You know what I'm saying? You do not have to kneel on public television and try to get all this, you know what I'm saying, attention. And you a teeter, you, you teeter in the fence, bro. Like, we ain't fucking with that shit. We still love you as a player, but as a man and as a, you know, um, activist for the cause, fuck you, boy. Um, Trump also said that the owners, the NFL owners, should start finding players that are taking knees. So he just said, you know, his favorite phrase on the apprentice was, you're fired. And he's saying you should fire and or fine those kneeling players. So um, that ain't going to happen. But um, also in entertainment, we talked about Curb Your Enthusiasm has returned, man. So everybody that's a fan of uh, Dave, Larry David, you know what I'm saying, and the Seinfeld era and the Curb Your Enthusiasm seasons one through infinity, uh, they are back and better than ever. I didn't get a chance to check out the premiere, but I will because I do have HBO as my premium channel selection of choice on uh, Xfinity. Even though I only have Wi-Fi, they gave me XBO, so I will be exploiting that shit. So I have an update on y'all with for y'all on that uh, next week. Also, this and the third is a must-see, man. This is a show that I believe is on ABC. It stars the boy Sterling K. Brown, and uh, he's killing it. The rest of the cast is killing it, and I've only seen the pilot, and they're already into season two, so I'm asleep. I'm, I'm behind the schedule, but y'all let me know. Do y'all watch uh, This Is Us? And uh, just based on the title, I wasn't watching that shit, but I happened, I happened to stumble upon it, and it was actually a dope concept, so I'm gonna um, check that out, probably binge watch that on my three-day weekend with the kids or something like that. Shout out to the King Kids. Um, Def Comedy Jam also has their exclusive Netflix uh, 25th year anniversary, man, and it's dope, man. It's not as funny as maybe as Def Jam was, right? Because they just kind of just going through the motions and just recapping and reminiscing on the love they once had. But uh, there are some very funny moments. Compliments of your boy, Dave Chappelle. So I suggest y'all check that out on Netflix or on your Fire Stick or wherever you steal content from. Uh, but shout out to Russell Simmons, man, for just... I, lo- I love the way they said in that show that he made everybody in the room millionaires, man. Some people are kings, hence your boy and some people are king makers man i just appreciate the fact that russell simmons is a king and a king maker man something i strive to be in life also we talked with uh my man lamar who was our special guest last week about what happened to monday now this apparently is a dope movie that's on netflix that i haven't got a chance to check out yet Nisi PC says he checked it out and this this is a game changer it's crazy she says and lamar said the same thing so y'all check that out on netflix what happened to monday and apparently the whole concept is you know back in the day with when you couldn't have more than one child or whatever the case may be um they was just a lim- it's futuristic but you remember in the in the past when you couldn't have more than one child and i think it was china and shit um they kind of reinstituted that in the future and they was killing anybody that had more than one child man and that movie apparently is very dope very crazy and and they were freezing them quote unquote we got a slow clap Reese pc peanut butter cup back into the motherfucking sesame Reese is in the building, y'all. My energy level about to go through the motherfucking roof, boy. This is Reese. This is us. And we was just talking about that, man. So this is the return. It's like LeBron coming back to the Cavs, nigga. We geek, baby. <laughs> Reese is back. Reese is home. It's officially this, that, and the third instead of this, that, and the 2.5. <laughs> Shit. Hallelujah. Shout out to my man, D. Curtis, man. So, uh, man, like I said, we was just recapping last week's show, and we was talking about, uh, you know, what Trump said. Well, we was talking about entertainment. We was talking about Kirby Enthusiasm is back. This, uh, this is Us is a must-see on ABC. Def Comedy Jam, um, 25th year anniversary on Netflix. What Happened to Monday, also on Netflix. And then in Post It Up, we concluded with um, a, a chivalrous scenario where if your niggas broke, 
and you balling and y'all go out to eat who should pay and we had a different set of opinion there and then we also talked about the bodak yellow challenge and we concluded with the dmp challenge which is i believe the dick and pussy challenge yeah, yeah. Yeah. What would you Have do you for that D? Yet? What would you do for that P? I told them last week that I wouldn't do anything for that P because the P does things <laughs> for me. He's such a yeah, I'm just saying. I'm such a sad. Yes, I am. I'm such a fucking sad. Yes, I am. But not enough about last week. Y'all ready to talk about this week and my baby being back? Oh, my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Stay like that, man. So look, we got Mike Finney in the building. What a big boy! Straight like, like what's this. your number? I tried to text him and he. Who know, Big Mike? Yeah. You know he be having them burners, man. I do. <laughs> you know Big Mike gonna get the new phone every week, man. But uh, shout out to everybody that joined on the live. What up, Candace? Uh, who else we got? My phone about to go there, baby. So I need you over here. Uh, what up, Robert Campbell? What up, Heidi Polk? I heard you. Um, uh, I heard you. Um, uh, catered the Amber Rose event yesterday. G. Shout out to my caterer. She catered the. Uh, she catered the uh, Youth Summit, and now you catering for Amber Rose? Can I get an invite? Can I serve? Uh, uh, Can I fold uh, napkins? Uh, her mother, Excuse me. And then we got uh, Sophie Johnson. Live. We got Sophie Johnson as well. That's my girl, Glow. That's my girl, Glo- Gloria, all the way out in St. Louis, man. Uh-huh. One of, man, one of my best friends from uh, college, man. You said what? You said what? Oh yeah, she did move. She did move to San Diego. My brother actually is stationed out in San Diego, so uh, he said he's gonna buy some property. I have, have five <laughs> brothers from 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 the like blood brothers, and then I have a plethora of non-related brothers know, as well. You said you had a brother in New York. I got a, I got Florida, a, I got a brother. I got a brother in, in uh, Georgia. I got a brother in Illinois. I got two brothers in Lake County. I got a brother in San Diego. I got a brother in Alabama. I got brothers everywhere, bro. Like, that's, that's the thing. Gamma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. The Kings roll deep, man. So, uh, shout out to Sh- Sophie Johnson on the live, and we about to get it cracking, man. So, enough about last week, Reese. You ready to talk about this week? Yeah. yeah Let's talk about some new news for all these new news. So, first and foremost, welcome back. We done already slow clapped your ass in. So, let's get into this weekend review and this weekend preview, baby. What you got? What's one of your highlights from while you've been MIA, Z? What's one of the highlights? Um, You know, working on this film. So, 12-hour days every day. 12 hours. I don't know the meaning of them. Yeah, and I we only got Sundays off. So, I was exhausted. So it's this, the Sabbath. This week, I kind of just caught up on my sleep and trying to get back on schedule and get back on uh, in the You're looking thing. good. You're looking Do like I? you're refreshed. Do I? Face beat. <laughs> really, I have no makeup. Mm. None. The way I like it. <laughs> The way I like it. Nope, I don't. But yeah, okay. no, I'm excited to be back. I did miss the show. Um, you know, and even though I was sending you. you stuff, yeah, it ain't oh, the same. It's definitely corresponding. You just, it's very, we need that touch. Yeah, it's need different. Need that touch. It's different. But yeah, so I'm excited. Okay. What's the weekend looking like? Uh, Legoland. Ooh. Um, Sky I love Zone. when you I love when you walk into Legoland and sticking outside of the building is a whole giraffe head I've never been there. made of Lego. You're gonna be pleasantly surprised with just the level of detail that they have with these Legos. Like really? when we was fucking with Legos, it was more like Happy Meal, yeah, five piece. Just a couple Let pieces. me just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, nigga, they take that shit serious. Really? At Legoland, yeah. Okay, so we doing that Saturday, and then you know, no school Monday, so no guys school. own it up Monday. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah so it's kids weekend. Oh. Okay, well that's what's up, man. Be ready to get hot you gonna you gonna get some socks and, and get active at sky zone yeah, we gonna... got socks from the last time yes yeah i love that shit zone. Is fun, it's yeah. fun it is that shit is fun my uh week in review so this is the, this is the thing one thing that stood out about my week yeah i'm doing the mentor yeah i'm doing grant writing yeah i'm doing a lot of calvin king shit right yeah i was coming 
through I was on 75th in Vincennes. I'm right okay. there by the currency exchange, right? Okay. Right there by the currency exchange, heading east. And I'm about I'm coming on some on 75th. So you going back towards Fred Jack? Yeah, I'm just yeah. Well, that's 76. Six, I'm okay. just one in front of that, right? Okay. So I'm driving and I get caught at the light. And there's this dude, and you we've all seen him. We've all seen him. This is the dude that uh this is the dude that uh talks to himself, fakes as if he has a uh a, a phone in his hand, and probably was recently released from a mental institution. Uh-huh. So he's man, what? Man, don't nobody want it with dope. Hey man, I swear on everything, <laughs> man. Hello? You there? Who out the bam? And he is just doing hella belligerent activity that has me scared, and I'm in the car with the windows <laughs> rolled up, right? So there's this shorty that looked like she was just getting off from McDonald's right there on 76, and she's walking towards the currency exchange, and instead of walking in the crosswalk, she veers so hard, so hard, like damn near into traffic, like I'm trying to get away, avoid, avoid this dude, right? Mm-hmm. My thing was this. He's doing all of these antics, but as soon as he gets caught at the light, he stops on the corner and he was he sane enough to not venture out into traffic. He wasn't that crazy. And my thing is, like, how much of that is real versus how much of that is embellished, man? No disrespect to mental illness because right. that is real. But if you was that crazy, wouldn't you have been in the traffic doing all this crazy shit? Because he, like, literally low-key stopped, legit stopped at the motherfucking corner. And then continued on as soon as the light changed. So he had some sense. Some he had, he had hella sense. Not all of it. Like there, he had a couple screws loose, maybe, but well, not all of it. Isn't that like so? That would be similar to like Tourette's, right? I don't. I don't know what Tourette's does to people. You I know, thought it just like, means you yell out stuff. You know, um, well, you yell out stuff, but you, like, you could be having a normal conversation and then you just. Shit, goddamn. Shit, goddamn. Yeah. But why is it always curse words? I don't know. Why can't it just it's be like, not, God bless you? Okay, so. It's so, not always curse words. Yeah, so sometimes they do stuff they don't necessarily have um, the words come out. But I just saw, I was watching Taj, Taj Pointo, mm-hmm. and he was interviewing a guy who has a podcast and he has Tourette's, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes he'll like, do like mm, weird stuff yeah. so it's not always <laughs> sometimes weird. i get a little crazy he's a comedian and so he's learned the how to work that into it. Yeah. it yeah i like that though man i actually know a dude that has a severe stutter but he's like such so high up in his profession mm. that when he does public speaking engagements you could tell but he like owns his stutter versus his stutter owning, owning him. him i love that shit man so overcome your deficiencies i think we all have them yeah you know what i'm saying we all have them but you know that's, that's what's up man and but, it's just uh, about understanding it so it's okay that she walked around because she a female and at the end of the day mm-hmm. it's safety first um but yeah we just yeah yeah better safe than sorry and you said the weekend is looking up it's the kids weekend this um you know this yeah, that in the three-day weekend you know it's warm outside so it's supposed it's, to be warm this weekend it's a little it's a little it's a little spicy in chicago man i love it though that's, can we keep this to i'm waiting for sweater sweater weather <laughs> i tried to pull them out a couple times and quickly had to revert I mean, back I mean, to my i mean that's cool a yeah, hoodie you yeah, know when i was it's cool, cool today but, but i'm good with this this is great i don't i don't fuck with the 80s though like i fuck with the 80s on some 80s baby shit but the 80 degree weather and the shot i'd be kind of like dog no, you're not I'm gonna go to the beach and it's like too hot to be outside so where do you go 
Like I love the low mid seventies. Okay. But the eighties be just like no, I love the eighties. It's a little hot for me. I'm sorry. All right, well, difference of opinion here on this and the third. And for those of y'all that just tuned in, this is your boy Calvin Leroy King, the third, and I have my lovely co-hosts with the most of Miss Reese PC, the one and only, back at it with the back at it. And uh, we, you know, we in here, man. This is this and the third brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night. Tell a friend, tell a friend to download the app. Check out the website. Anytime you miss us live, check out the replay of our amazing podcast on SoundCloud and or iTunes by searching this, that, and the third with the third spell. I, I, I like the Roman numeral three. So we're gonna move out of our weekend review and our weekend previews, and we're gonna go into around the town. That's cool. Yeah. Alright, now these are some things that I meant to mention on last week's show, but we kind of got a little sidetrack as we tend to do here on this and the third. Okay. But I wanted to give you an update on the Kanika Jenkins story. Now, I got a new, new update just uh, fresh off the press from my social media correspondent, Nisi PC. But last week, they were saying that um, her mother called for an end to the protest. You know what I'm saying? And telling really? people like, yeah, just stop protesting. Get from in front of this hotel. Let them get back to making their money. And I heard this in the barbershop, so I don't know how true it is. I didn't research the uh, video that they said she posted. But why do you think her mom would be like, you know, on rah, rah, sis, boom, bah with the protest? And then all of a sudden, last week or two weeks ago now, she was just like, you know what? Enough. Well, I don't think the mom, I never saw the mom be rah, rah and you know, gun ho for the protest. Okay. It was the, I can't remember his name, but the he's always on the news. Yeah. Right. I thought he was at a place for even speaking, speaking on for behalf, the family. Yeah. Um, yeah, because who are you? Like, Man, no. John Slade. And, and so I think after that happened, she sat down with the attorney and, and said, had some words or whatever. But I don't think the mom was ever like, Let's fight this. Let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. She was I don't think not she, this way. No, like I just want justice for my I baby. Think I she, want closure. Yeah, it was behind yeah. the scenes with the attorney working with the police, and she doesn't want to make this another. Um, what do you? I guess what? Do you, what's the word for all the people who? who've died or who've been killed martyrs martyrs yeah, yeah. martyrs I, she don't want that I, yeah. well i'm assuming she doesn't um and nothing else has really come about and i think it's but that's the thing so i'm riding over and easy say this there's video footage that pretty much points to the fact that the employees of the hotel killed this young girl the employees the employees of the hotel were in on the the murder See, okay, see that that just that that becomes so deep. Wasn't this like a birthday party? Wasn't this a celebration? It just seemed like I don't, it was a celebration, and, indeed. I don't you know what, what the occasion saying? was. So, but. so now you're telling me these employees, these workers who don't who shouldn't know these kids because they work in Rosemont and these kids from the South Side, right? right? But all of a sudden now they want to kill these so. kids. That just don't make sense Apparently to me. Apparently so. So we'll we'll keep y'all up to date. We don't want to report no fake news. I'm just telling you what's being said. I'm not telling you what's factual. I'm telling you what's out there and what's buzzing. All right. All right? Also last week in around the town, no eye fest this year. I was just about to They're going to call this the Awe Fest. What happened? Um, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I think Common with his Common boo. He's a little busy. Common with Angela Wright. He's a little busy. Right. He's a little busy. Don't, 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 don't be surprised I'm, if an articulate baby fall about I, of that situation. You know what? I think that is the dopest couple because I love her. Yeah. I think she, I don't know much about her, but oh, when I read up on her, when I read up on her, she seemed like she was about that line. She, she's somebody that you would be... Um, She's somebody that you would be trying to, uh, you know, Court. trying to, yeah, trying, you know, trying to trying network to with your wife. Hey, you, know. you know, I'm with that, um, but I just think you they know look cute type. together. I think they really look cute. I, I think because she's socially conscious and she's dope, 
common, socially conscious. Yeah. I think it's just it's a nice a collab. Yeah, and they're from different worlds. Yeah. So they're not from the entertainment, or she's not from it. Right. You know she's more saying? a journalist. Yeah, she and is. Just cold with and it. And she's a CNN correspondent. When yeah. you're a rock star in your lane, you only right. want to rock with other rock stars. So that's dope. Right. Um, shout out to Doc Finney. Just walked in, man. The visionary behind Urban Broadcast Media and other endeavors, man. Salute and shout out. Um, also, in around the town, we talked about the freshman tour, which was coming to town, and it already came to town. And Cardi B did a thing. You know, Cardi B is my boo. I saw her. I saw a video. Yeah, I love her energy. I do like, like she, I do like, like her she do. I mean, like just like Nikki, I think like it. She, it's a lot of work that took that went into making her look how she looks, and then obviously she looks decent now. But it's not about that, man. Disagree. I like her personality. I disagree. Dog. I disagree. I think. Ah, uh, no. Nah, if you see think, both of them when before they got on, they kind of didn't. Yeah, look. yeah, but they're I, not naturally ah, plumped like that. Like plumped, nor face talking about shit. Right, well, see, Cardi, though, when she came out, you know, her teeth and stuff was that when she yeah. came on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. So, Looks I think like she's McDonald's always fries. been animated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And so I like that's that. That's what about I like her. about her. She's so that. animated. She's and I didn't know her before she got a, her bag and got her teeth fixed. You know what I'm saying? But I do like her now. Yeah. I yeah, like her now. Um, and I heard that went well. I heard the Migos were in town last week, too. And I um, didn't get a chance to check them out. But I definitely like the Migos because they're not one-hit wonders. They are here to stay. So, shout out to the Migos. Um, also, man, Pyramid's Work Hard, Play Hard uh, series at Reverie has just been a lituation, G. I think people are feeling like, man, it's winding down. We don't know how many more warm Fridays we're going to get. And it's just been busting. They really? Have, it's always every Friday. Because I was Every gonna go. Friday at Reverie. And, G, they have at 5 o'clock. Five dollar Hennessy and Tito's. Six o'clock, six dollar <laughs> Hennessy and Tito's. Seven o'clock, seven dollar Hennessy and Tito's. So the earlier you get there, the more lit you can get, Z. But it's just been a wave, man, and just young black professionals have been supporting that. So shout out to the bros, uh, Femi, Larry, and of course Jeff O'Suzy, my player son, man. So uh, shout out to Pyramid, our executive sponsors as well, executive producers. Also, the uh, football classic was at Soldier Field this past um, Saturday, and it also featured a career fair. So it's more than just the classic; it's more than okay. football. It's a career fair, networking, resource fair, things like that. And uh, they also have Battle of the Bands for the high school before the game, and then they have Battle of the High Schools, the colleges during the halftime. And Grambling State beat the dog shit out of Clark Atlanta G. It was very one-sided, has, but has uh, Grambling changed their uh, requirements to get in? I have no idea about their academic requirements. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I, I know they're very proficient in their. You um, applied and a- got rejected. Athletes, no. Oh, you saw. But about. I looked up at the time, you know, oh. when I was looking, because a lot of people did that I graduated with went to Grambling, and, and they, they were weren't good athletes. They were good students. No, yeah, they were excellent students. So I was yeah. really surprised that they yeah. went to Grambling. Yeah, I have no idea. But my man Harold, uh, Harold, Harold, and the beard, the poet. I don't know if you up on it, this dude is called. But he went to Grambling. So that was the first dude I met from Grambling. Shout out to my man, Jay, uh, Gerard Morris, all the way out in Atlanta. Um, he went to Grambling. Everybody I've met from Grambling has been dope. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they cool, but I'm just... Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm just saying in, in terms academic. of the level of intellect, them must be coming with it. Um, also in Around the Town, man. Also in Around the Town, uh, we talked about the uh, sixth annual... Well, we wanted to talk about the sixth annual Halloween Bar Crawl, which is sponsored by Dre and Jay Productions, and it's entitled A Nightmare on Hubbard Street. And mm. it's going down Halloween weekend. This is dope, man. These brothers are dope, man. These are um, two dope dudes that we kind of roll in similar circles, and they throw... The themes of the events be dope to me. Like they'll have a Friday ditch party where it's like, man, ditch work 
come kick it at this day party on Friday in the city and just make up some shit for your boss. It's cold, Z. Friday ditch day, huh? And they be popping, Z. Like, so they do the ditch parties. They do all type of special events. And they do their annual Halloween bar crawl. And this is the sixth annual. And it's, again, entitled A Nightmare on Hubbard Street. So y'all go ahead and uh, Google that. Search for that. And all the Eventbrite information should pop up. Also, in Melrose Park, um, the 13th floor haunted houses in town, man. So everybody's trying to scare the shit out of themselves and their loved ones. That is, like, really scary. I heard it's, like, the top three in the nation in terms of scaredom. Well, Tiffany was saying that she was going. She was going to take her baby uh, girl that I hadn't heard about. You better go on an empty stomach for you shit yourself. It's that bad? Man, I'm not a scary-ass nigga, so I can do it, but I've been to haunted houses that were for real. The the scariest haunted house I've ever been to was in a church. I'm like, why are y'all doing this? Why are y'all doing this? (laughs) Y'all shouldn't be doing this. And it just felt so so sacrilegious, man. You know what I'm saying? It was in like Savoy, Illinois when I was down in school. And I had like a group of females that I went with. You know me. I just be going with the ladies or whatever. And they were so clung to your boy. Like they were scared, scared. Like this nigga chased us to the car with a real chainsaw. Oh. Can you do that? Do you have a permit? (laughs) That shit was scary, dog. Huh? You, I don't remember signing any waivers. I don't so remember look, signing anything. Do you remember the the most scary the the one that I can remember is um it, it was called the Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I remember the name. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I was young and we went there. That was like the scariest I have been ever. And I ju- I'm too scary, so I just know Man. I won't make it through with my boys because right. who they, am I gonna hide behind? Right. <laughs> they behind you, you behind who? Right. We're <laughs> not gonna go anywhere. Up, we're not going. But I do wanna go to at least one hundred house. Yeah, I need a chaperone. I'm available. <laughs> just let me know. You can squeeze my bicep all nice. Not with not if uh not if your baby girl there. She like Oh no, Cal- no Callie's not away. going. Callie will have none of that actually. <laughs> Um, also, man, in around the town, we was talking about how Halloween is coming up, and this week it falls on a Tuesday. I know. So it's like, uh, when the fuck do we go trick or treating? Do we trick or treat on Tuesday from yeah. seven to seven thirty? Yeah. What? Well, seven to seven. I'm just saying, trick or treating ends pretty early in Chicago. Let's not be fooled. Let's not be it, fooled. At nighttime, I didn't even know the people trick or treat in Chicago. Oh, they trick or treat. They, yeah, you got to go to Beverly. You have to go to Beverly. You I'm have to go to, go to Oak Park. We go to Beverly. We sometimes go to the Water Tower. Like all the stores in the mall will hand out candy. Yes, it's a very good experience. <laughs> um, but Beverly is the wave. We went. Was that last large year we went to candy. large candy, full size candy bars, mm. full size candy bars? I think that was maybe two years ago. Do now. y'all dress up? They was all. They, they was dressed. Everybody had on something. Uh, Everybody tried. She was more oh, the mama. No, no, no. I had on. I had on a, a little uh, ears and a tip. Okay. She Right. Well, okay. I mean, she was like, okay. I'm a scholarship student. I'm an honor roll student. That's okay. what I'm being following. Yeah. Okay. But that, that leads me to my next question. Like, what is your favorite Halloween memory growing up and or your favorite costume experience? I was uh, Queen Nefertiti. Mm, I love that shit. That was, that was my favorite. Um... It was, I was in um, St. Saint, Saint Aslam's or St. Gelatius, one of them Catholic schools, but we used right. to have Halloween parties. Right, right, right. You know, and uh, we got to dress up and wear our stuff to school, and that was like my favorite costume. Okay. That one and the next one would be, I was like a pirate, a woman pirate. Yeah, R, maybe. Mm-hmm. That was cute. I remember not too long ago, man, and I actually put my, I don't know, I put my best foot forward, I was saying. <laughs> I was half pint from uh, school days. Spike Lee from school oh. days. Oh, Bruh. 
you had the bald head. I was in so I had the lowest the okay. lowest of haircuts, but it okay. wasn't bald. And man, I had the G on my head. I had the elbow pads and yeah. knee pads. I was in for real character G, and I got in so much trouble. Why? Because I was just on. I didn't care. I wouldn't break character. And you know, I was just being so managed the whole night. This was when um, what's that spot that got shot up on Wabash? Uh, 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 Prairie. The, the, nah. No, wait, Wabash. On Wabash, right by White Castle. White Castle? Where? What was that shit called? Oh, the club. The shrine. The shrine. They had a Halloween party there. And I came as uh, Half Pint. Shorty came as uh, Gina oh, from okay. school yep, days. Yep, yep. But I was G5G and I was just in rare form, man. Oh I got God. in so much trouble that night. What? That's right. The shrine is closed. Shrine been closed. Shrine been closed. You know, they gentrifying that area. So, you know, the shooting kind of helped in that progress of their, their <laughs> of closing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my favorite uh, Halloween memory. Besides the lock-in we had a couple years ago, we took over a whole school and had a lock-in with our youth ministry. Everybody came dressed. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, did their thing. We had all type of activities throughout the nights. We made yeah. s'mores in the microwave. Oh, and cool. then we uh, spent the night in the school. So it was cool, man. All right. But enough about around the town and last week, man. Let's talk about some sports. You ready to talk about it? Yeah. And for those of y'all just tuned in, first and foremost, shame on you for being late. But I understand because I'm never on schedule. Always on time. But this is your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third, And I got my lovely co-host with the most is Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And this is This, That, and the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night. All right? So, y'all, uh, make sure y'all download the app, check out the website. Anytime you miss us live on Friday nights, uh, check out the replay of our amazing podcast by searching This, That, and the Third with the third spell I-I-I, like the Roman numeral three, uh, on SoundCloud and or iTunes. Now, in sports, we want to begin with some headline news. And this is Cam Newton loses his Dannon yogurt sponsorship over feminist comments. Did you hear about this? Okay, so... I. I heard briefly about it yesterday, but I was watching first take this morning mm. and um, get you all caught up. Right. Right. So, <laughs> so I watched his apology that he gave last night. I didn't see that. Okay. So it was pretty sincere. I don't okay. really know Cam Newton like that. He seemed like a cool dude, right. whatever. Um, but he was just saying, you know, I, I, I recognize what I said was wrong and kind of belittle, belittle, belittling mm-hmm. um, females. And, you know, I'm not about that. I got daughters. I have a wife, right, right. whatever, whatever. Okay, well maybe you don't have a wife. Take that, don't. You know, but he just said, <laughs> she said like I hurt her feelings. Right, <laughs> she on some other stuff. Maybe he does have a wife and she just don't want him to. <laughs> but, Continue. You know, he was he felt sincere in his apology, right? So this morning when I was watching Stephen A. Smith, they all agreed that there's nothing else he can do. He apologized. He seemed sincere, right? And he's and he's mentioned the fact that he's losing sponsors. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then they went to talk about the female reporter. Well, apparently five years ago, she had a tweet that said um, she was talking to another white guy, but she called him a nigger with the A. Mm. Okay, and then she also referred to her dad as having uh, some of the best racist jokes ever. The best. The best. Top three racist jokes of all time. So they were just, you know, going back in her history just just to kind of show some characteristics of who she is. Mm -hmm. So they were not trying to call her racist, right? Mm -hmm. Max was like, I don't think she's a racist. I don't think she's a racist either because she did say nigga, not nigger. But Steven A was like, look, I don't give a shit if she said the uh or the er or if it was er. Er. He was like, this shit is inappropriate and she wrong for that. 
so do we expect an apology from her you know what i mean like cam has done what he's done he right. said what he said and he's apologized for it right. let's move on what about her and now but that's my thing though okay so if we gonna take a stand on it and say man well cam is a feminist or cam is you know what i'm saying just being derogatory towards women and th- stuff like that but then we go back and we look at her tweet history and it suggests that she might have some racial undertones to herself does that make it any less concerning like what does that have to do one of these things has nothing to do with the other that's like saying like because i'm not a good person you should be able to disrespect me or because i'm not a squeaky clean person and i'm I'm not saying i agree with people coming at cam because i feel like how would people have perceived it if he was just like that's a great question coming from you man i just wanted to let you know that uh and then went on to answer the question as opposed to the way he phrased it and was like man it's funny to hear a female ask me a question about route running but uh to answer your question da da because it has the same spirit of yeah. what why are you asking me that right yeah. but if he would have used different words would it have been any different because i heard people getting hung up on the female term like don't yeah. call her a female reporter yeah and what so she's petty. a female reporter I'm, just I'm, like i would be a black reporter because this world is run by white men so if you're not a white man and you do something you have to say this black reporter this female reporter this black female reporter well they're not like if the person who shot up everybody in vegas was black it would be the black the black shooter, shooter. but they're not it's saying the white, so you know he's shooter, white man you know the 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 suspect right the, the suspect <laughs> not not the african-american so, suspect the negro suspect so the negro it's kind of like whatever yeah. stop right. picking with this man and that's the okay, thing y'all pick with this president they picking with cam on being a feminist but our elected 45th president of the united states of america during the campaign was on tape saying grab her by the pussy <laughs> what <laughs> she's too ugly to be you know on my level without the band all these derogatory statements towards females yeah he didn't and he lose goes no on to sponsor. get elected he, he didn't, didn't lose, lose no that money he didn't, lose, he didn't lose no votes no he got votes from women but y'all want this black athlete to sit up here and apologize and be scrutinized and constantly have to relive it over and over again whatever so like, my man my man law willis on the live shout out to bros out there in san diego doing it big for the albert ray collection he says what she said i'll have some of those actually if you can pass those hey i didn't know that was a chicago snack that's not national i heard no that's that chicago shit yeah. to one woman at first yeah. wow I mean, everybody we got, got we so spoiled here in the city, man. I thought everybody was up on them taffy graves. No, whatever. All right, but nah. What, what I was saying was he was pretty much uh, stating a, a opinion about or a perspective rather about nobody's really that concerned about Trump doing it, but y'all concerned about his quarterback. So yeah. how about this? How about uh, professional teams, sports teams have PR uh, specialists? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How about you ask all your questions to the PR rep? And all your questions will be answered from the PR rep, and you don't interview athletes ever again. Yeah. Would that be fun? And then nobody would make any mistakes. It wouldn't be fun. And it would be pu- politically correct. But it would and be you would get what you want, correct. and it wouldn't be all this controversy. But that's not what we want. So it's like, man, if you're going to interview a human, know that this human is going to make mistakes. He's not trained in PR. He's speaking from the heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. And honestly, yeah, from a female asking me about some shit you don't know, you can't do it. You. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I wouldn't have been offended. Right. Man, line up. If, if that's the case, line up. If Run I that am, motherfucker out. If I am interviewing athletes, right? As I watch many of these female reporters do, a lot of the stuff y'all just talking about because you had it in front of you, you had to memorize it, you had mm-hmm. to learn it, you had to research it. 
You ain't never played football. G. You ain't never been tackled. G. You don't know how it feels to H. be have all these men on top of you. <laughs> I. You see what I'm saying? So Straight like, up, if if a, a player was like, <laughs> yeah, I guess you wouldn't understand. You, you're right. I that's, absolutely don't. That's like me interviewing <laughs> you after giving birth. Like, man, those contractions seem very challenging. <laughs> right. I just want to know from a male perspective. <laughs> you know, it's Pat from your month. I just right. want to make sure that we're all. In the, that has nothing, nothing to do to with do my plight. Exactly. I can't identify with that shit. And not saying that she didn't play, but I'm just saying, Z, let's call a spade a spade, man. He, he responded man genuinely, and his apology was genuine. Yeah, so was. let's move on. And finally in sports, we're going to talk about Shannon Sharp pulling out a black and mild on TV. I fuck with Shannon Sharp. I you know too. I fuck with Shannon Sharp. He's very Southern. He's very articulate. Yes. He's very well-dressed. Yes. But the nigga pulls out a black and mild on camera. What do you I, think about that? This moment? is why I love it. Because he is the epitome of what I feel like white people have in their mind of the black man. Yeah. He dark skinned. Yeah. He's tall. Ugh. He's aggressive. Yes. But yes. the fact that he's articulate, yes. well dressed, yes. well educated. Yes. And he could pull out a black and mild and smoke it on y'all ass. I love it. I, I love I, that shit. Kudos. You get, you're gonna, can we slow clap yes. this nigga? Let's slow clap this nigga, Jay. All right? So we're going to move out of sports, and we're going to move into society news, man. So first and foremost, of course, 4 or 5 is going to top society news. This dude, <laughs> Trump, is seen flinging toiletries <laughs> at Puerto Rico. I couldn't believe it. Why is he doing this? He's flinging. He's jump-shotting okay, it was, toiletries it was at like, Puerto Rico. It was a game. You know how you got the kids, and everybody's waiting for a T-shirt? Yes. Right? That's what yes. I felt. Like, why is he doing that? He could have had that. <laughs> That, that United Center gun <laughs> shooting out paper tiles and necessities to He's the Rican Porto. What is he on with that, Z? And I just, I felt like uh, the lady Sunny Houston um, from The View. Mm -hmm. I guess she's Puerto Rican. Ish. She mixed, yeah. And so she was like, I was just really offended. And I'm not Puerto Rican, but I was. I was like, this ain't no fucking game. Why are you oh, I thought she meant she was now? Puerto Rican. I was no. like, when? <laughs> In the 90s? She was Puerto Rican? <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about? Well, no. man, you was offended. I was offended. Okay. Um, just because, like, where is the sincerity? <sighs> and I just felt like he didn't want to be there. He uh -uh. showed that he didn't even didn't didn't hug him. anybody. Didn't yeah. Him. I didn't want to touch fling, them. Fling. That's, I don't want to touch them. I was and like, I actually, during his comments, he was saying, like, your, your people did. And he was like, well, and he tried to, like, recant that shit. Like, no, our people. It's like, man, Puerto Ricans are Americans, bro. Y'all, like, bought Puerto know. Rico or something. He didn't know I? that. He, I think he didn't know it was a part of the U.S. I really believe that. That too. And I didn't know this. The reason why, part of the reason, because when I came back from Puerto Rico in April, right. they had just filed bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. Right? So the reason that they're, they filed bankruptcy and the reason they're poor is because, I, I want to say it's the Jones Act. I'm not sure if that's it, but... Think it is. They prohibit. That sounds familiar. They prohibit Puerto Rico from uh, trading with any other countries but America. Yeah. So America <laughs> times is is You've like been five times what they would pay if like America oh, yeah. goes to China mm -hmm. and we go to uh, to Mexico. Mm -hmm. They can't do that. They have to come they to America. Them, man, they want that land, Z. They want to. I mean, it's it's a lot going on with the powers that be. Let's just call it what it they is. They bogus. Man. And they would they love to take over that whole land. I'm sure they have a, a military base or. Or several on on that property there, you know what I'm saying? It's just all strategic, man. So we say woke, G. Yeah, and no shout question. out to uh, all the all the Peter, but, butter peak and Puerto Ricans. I love. But, my first crush was a Puerto Rican named Lisa in Brooklyn. I dated a Puerto Rican, and she stayed across the street from my grandma's house, and she uh, <laughs> and she definitely 
just tickled my fancy. She was so sun-kissed and just burnt by the sun every summer. I was just looking forward to going to Brooklyn <laughs> because of this young lady. I hope she's listening, and I hope she knows I love her. All right? But also in society, man, we're going to talk more about Trump, man. Um, but before we get to that, man, let's talk about um, this pretty much a, not a national anthem, but kind of like a uh we are the world you remember that yeah we, we are, are the world, world. right yeah. they have Quincy that for Jones. yeah the puerto ricans came out with that most of the you know uh more popular and famous puerto ricans came together and put a song out called almost like praying so y'all google oh. that and check that out and it's in spanish so i didn't really understand right. it but you could feel it okay you could really feel it man so y'all check that well, out and shout out to uh what is it fat joe him fat and Joe's jay-z like feel four planes title they fill four planes four or five planes with everything that these people need water toiletries there we go even uh real housewife from new york bethany frankel Mm -hmm. went down there she's already raised a million dollars fill planes so i'm saying if these people can do it why the president act like it's such uh because they're in debt and they've put our budget in a bit of a jam that's what dude was on he's on that budget shit alright so let's stick with uh, society news and go with uh, Las Vegas shooting man this past Sunday there was a shooting at an event at one of the um, casinos and you know um, hotel areas at uh, on the strip on the Las Vegas strip Mandalay Bay and Mandalay Bay and they thought that there was like a uh, lone shooter at first now I'm hearing there may be more than one shooter right did you hear that yeah might be more than one shooter and apparently this nigga has that bag he's a he's a high stakes gambler his brother was interviewed and he just made their whole family look like trash it was just like doing a lot of air quotes and drinking coffee during the shit he like was he was like, very i don't nonchalant. know what the hell was wrong yeah. with him i didn't know he was like man he just sent me a bag i don't know i, yeah. I felt he was good he was i was good i don't know why he's not good but um <laughs> you actually put me on game that he had reservations for Lollapalooza at the blackstone hotel and could have possibly done this heinous act here in chicago yeah so i mean it's one of the things like we don't really give a fuck about shit until it's on our doorstep yeah and because it's in vegas we're like oh our prayers are with you vegas vegas strong but if it was to happen in the city mogs would have been feeling some type of way if it well yeah but a lot of palooza i ain't going a lot of palooza so it's like mm, that's an event i wouldn't have been at you know I, i'm just i'm being honest like initially when i woke up and i heard um that they that happened in vegas i was yeah. like what event is that yeah. I was like, we we it's not there. What event. what did they have? And so yeah. when I found out it was country music, I was like, yeah. oh. Uh-huh. And he thought he was doing something for his country, right? Well, he was like a Trump supporter well, trying to okay, make America so great. Initially, that's what I thought, make America great. But they're trying to say, of course, they, they ISIS, ISIS they is claiming him. They claiming yeah, him. They claiming him. He was one of ours. But I mean, I don't know. When it's you, convoluted. He did shoot a bunch of white people, so I don't know. He Isn't did. that y'all of America? Aren't y'all yeah. the same? So I don't yeah. know. Hmm. I don't but know. it is not the worst massacre in U.S. history. And that's the thing. Let's man. Clear talk that about up. that. So, 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 what is the worst massacre on U.S. soil? So in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, and I, I can get the year because my computer did. But it's good. It's good. Um, our social 3, media thousand African Americans were murdered in Tulsa, Oklahoma. All their businesses and homes were bombed. The, um, at, at this point in this period in time it was called the Black Wall Street yeah. the oh. black dollar was circulating in their communities throughout several their communities times several times they had um, doctors lawyers everybody was grocery wealthy, stores bankers, gas stations and everything, everything was black owned banks yes black owned for us and by us yes. and so on this particular day the whites killed about 3,000 um, of us you know you black and, when you say the whites and the <laughs> 
you know you black. You know you Nubian as fuck when you say the whites. But yeah, that's so that that's the worst massacre in history. And so I just I Vegas is sad. We sad for y'all. We get it, but it ain't the worst. Only fifty people die. So this is the thing. Um, just how Trump is like, man. Well, you all in Puerto Rico should be happy. You only lost about seventeen people. When in <laughs> Katrina, we lost thousands, right? <laughs> Nigga, we you right, are part we. of the Katrina yeah, relief exactly. effort. First of all, secondly, when it comes to the Tulsa, Oklahoma thing, I mean, we're still trying to figure out if this was a lone assailant or not with the whole you know Vegas shooting, mm-hmm. and even if it was multiple people. The Tulsa, Oklahoma shit was done by a group yeah. of people. Yeah. Like they weren't a just, community. oh man, we finna come in and just shoot people in the streets. These motherfuckers dropping bombs. Yeah. Who has planes and bombs? Exactly. The government. The whites. So, the whites. So <laughs> let's let's stay woke, people that, you know what I'm saying? They try to sweep the shit under the rug. We ain't gonna let them, man. Yeah. We ain't gonna let them, G. And I think that that speaks to the fact that, you know, just at, in general, now these days, gun laws need to be tightened up, they man. They do. Why would I need he a semi guns. Why would I need a semi automatic weapon for anything? Whether I'm, even if I'm hunting. You don't. I don't care if I'm hunting dinosaur, nigga. You I don't, don't need a semi automatic weapon. But. And I'm a citizen. This Go ahead. Say your point, and I'm gonna tell you why but, I think this, this is still is, in place. But, but this is why and how a person can have 20 semi-automatic weapons if they're white male and old Mm. nobody questioned him the regime nobody questioned him he's supposed to be able to have those yeah Mm. why not forefather he's a five father (laughs) he's a five father he's a four five father (laughs) look i'm gonna put it to you like this man i think that a lot of times and i learned this in church so shout out to dr pastor ezekiel taylor man at the end of the day, you either operate out of love or you operate out of fear. Those are the only two emotions that exist. You can call it what you want, but it's either love based or it's based out of fear. And I think that a lot of people that are not letting go of the old way of thinking when it came to the firearms yeah. and bearing arms, the right to bear arms, they scared. They like, man, well, if everybody was strapped, we it'd be an equal level playing field. But right. if we make sure that only white people or white men or just not y'all yeah. can be armed, because if you have a felony, you can't be armed. Right. If you have, you know, all these different stipulations, you right. can't be armed. But if we can be armed and you're not armed, if it ever was to go down, we'll fucking kill you. Yeah. And I think it's a it's a mode of fear, but it's like sometimes you need to not fear you know that person you need to fear the person that's yeah. right beside you so yeah. you know it wasn't no african-americans that got killed in vegas sure wasn't figure that out man so Let's yeah that got, that got a little heavy Let's clap for that. That, got, that, that got a little heavy that got a little heavy that got a little heavy and before we get out of uh society man we got to hand out our three-piece spicy two <laughs> four five yeah. For flicking fucking toiletries at your motherfucking yeah, fellow Puerto Ricans, you getting that three piece spice here <laughs> yeah. the week, bro. All right? And we're going to wrap up with relationships, man. We had some posted up news, we had some entertainment, but fuck all that. Reese here. <laughs> we got to talk about our favorite topic here on This, That, and the Third Relationships. And <laughs> <laughs> did you hear the Devo be trying to yes. fill up for you saying that, Gene? <laughs> I love that, Z. You are inspiring to the next generation, Z. All right. So in relationships, man, let's go ahead with a couple questions real quick. So first and foremost, can you have a successful relationship at work? Yeah. So, okay, this question actually came from the final show of Being Mary Jane, and I was watching it. 
And her mm. boo was up for the executive producer position. Right. And her best friend. Right. Now, her best friend helped get her the job. They've been ride or die for the past ride few years die. in a relationship. Now, Means she Means nothing compared to the, the D-I-C-K. So, but my thing is, so my question was, why should you have to choose your guy? You've known her longer. Right. Y'all have more history. So, if your choice went to your friend, it shouldn't affect your relationship. And, and and she ended up choosing her friend, but and I felt like he got mad. And right. at first, he was kind of like, well, I'm done. This Take is, it over. And I'm like, what Take the hell? Over. But then I had this conversation, and it's like about loyalty. Yeah. But that don't make sense. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. I ain't know you longer than I know her. You but know what I'm saying? she's known him deeper. <laughs> Whatever. It's the depth <laughs> of the relationship. <laughs> I say it like this, man. Whoever's the most qualified candidate, see? And that's why your network determines your net worth because if it's somebody I don't know that has the same qualities, <laughs> if, it, if it's somebody that doesn't have the same, like if everybody comes and we compare apples to apples and y'all come with the same exact pedigree coming to the table and you're my friend and this person is a stranger, I'm going with my friend. So when it comes to a significant other and a friend, like first of all, we talked about this on this and the third, you want your significant other to be your friend. That's more meaningful than being your significant other. Right. And if you don't have that element and you have a foundational friendship with this person, I think that compare that weighs a little bit more heavy than I'm just getting piped down by buddy. Yeah, else. we ain't there yet. Yeah, we, we ain't not there, there yet. yet. Now, so. me and you, seven strong, seven years strong. Right. But yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, it's but we different. just come on now. Come on now, let's be real. Also, in relationships, man, we want to talk about what if you um no, not my fault, my fault. We want to talk about relationship goals while we close out. So I'm going to run down the top 20 relationship goals. Now, this is from like a news source that shall be shall remain nameless. <laughs> so we're not going to go there. But we would just want to say yay or nay to these relationship goals. Okay. You just tell me, do you have these? All right. Okay. Number one, hearing the phone go off and not feeling intimidated or like you have to look at it. So your significant other's phones go off. And you don't feel like, man, I, I feel intimidated. Like, who who the fuck yeah, is I'm that? I'm good. You I'm good, good there? Yeah. All right. Number two, being able to go a couple of days without seeing each other and not freaking out. Yeah, I'm good on that. I'm so yeah. good on that. We, <laughs> Give me a few we're days. We're here. Yeah. Give me a month or so. I'll see you at cuffing season. <laughs> right. All right. Number three, getting into it and realizing it doesn't mean an automatic breakup. Yeah, you know, some people do that. They be like, yeah. oh, we broke up. Wait, no, we just had we're an argument. Break. We had an argument. We disagreed. <laughs> yeah. We actually disagreed because we're individuals. Right. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Number four, being able to kick it without being bombarded with, where you at? Text. Yeah, mm. those are goals everybody those needs. Those are goals. <laughs> yeah. She's still <laughs> growing in that area, I see. Number five, not feeling the need to text each other 24-7. Yeah, that's. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really fuck one. with the text shit. I don't don't call me ever. Like I I can yeah. love you. Yeah, I'm don't not, call me. I'm only gonna call if I'm tired of texting. Like yeah, no. if it's too long for yeah. a text. <laughs> we had that earlier. Like bro, I'm driving. It's yeah. too long for a text. I have to call you. But I, I, I need, must. I don't need to text you all day. All right. All right. Number six, being able to actually enjoy 
uh, their people instead of just tolerating them. So when it comes to their cliques, their yeah. in-laws, their whatever, being able to enjoy them instead of just, I'm putting up with your mother. Because you've been around all yeah, the time. So like yeah, I, I think to. that comes from space. You got to have space and right. go out. You got to have a cool-ass mom. Yeah, that's Or a father if you have those. Uh, number seven, <laughs> hanging out, doing nothing, and being cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I fuck with that. I love yeah. to do nothing. Me too. When it's just me, I do nothing. So if you're going to be with me, we're going to, to do, do nothing. nothing. <laughs> Together. <laughs> number eight, not feeling like you have to have sex each time oh. you see Seth. I will not clap to that. Right? <laughs> Sorry. Because I'm not saying I'm not saying that you have to have sex, but the expectation is there. So it's not like, man, when you realize, oh, she ain't on that, I'm finna just leave. But I'm coming over probably thinking. You, you hear that? The expectation. The is expectation there. is the breeding ground for miracles. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, leaving your phone around, lying around because you know they won't go through it. Yeah, that is such Goals. a comfortable feeling. Goals. Get your insecure ass out of yeah. here, team. Being able to tell them uh, you think someone else is cute without oh, it being an issue. That's a good thing, too. I love fat booty women. Yeah, I love and you should that. be able to talk and about it. And I should it. be able to tell my girl, like, gee, shorty got she a had fat a booty. ass. Yep. Excuse me. Because she probably seen it before you did. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, number ten, uh, number eleven, uh, laughing during sex because something weird as fuck just happened. Now when that pussy just, <laughs> and it's just like, was that a fart or oh no, that was us. This is us. Like I fuck with that Z. Like we can have a laugh. I'm funny in the bed anyway, Z. Like I fuck around yeah, and say some. Yeah, you should be able to laugh. Yeah. Come on, man. Sex ain't gotta be all serious and quiet. Right. Uh, number twelve, taking care of each other when one of one of you was sick. sick? Yeah. yeah. Hey, what you say? Theo. Remember the episode? <laughs> Theo. They were both sick at the same time. Number 13, feeling comfortable enough to be totally gross around each other. If you can come in and watch the other half on the toilet and you know what I'm saying, do what you got to do in the bathroom. Yeah. I've never been to that point with anybody in my life. Number 14, talking about future plans without worrying if they'll actually happen. Yeah. Okay. Number 15, having a whole conversation of inside jokes that nobody else understands. That's so cute. That's the best shit yeah, ever, T. Number 16, uh, not asking if they're coming, your, your people not asking if they're coming with you to a particular event because they already know that they're coming. Yep. You're plus one. Uh, number 17, your people assuming that they're coming without them having to ask. I guess it's kind of the same thing as 16. Mm -hmm. uh, number 18 is finding shows to binge watch together instead of going out. Yep. That's, that's cool. the best shit, yeah, T. Shout out to Blue. Um, 19 is not feeling pressured to promote the greatness of your relationship on social media. Goals for everybody. That shit can lead to anniversaries. Yeah. Because when that shit ain't the case, nigga, I get so many notifications from nine years ago on this day. You were in love with my bro. Have you checked my profile recently? Fuck out of here. And then uh, number 20, getting excited to see each other even after a long time of being together. Yeah, that, that, means that you takes that takes whew. that takes energy. Yeah, that takes spirit. That's work. That, that's work. Yeah. All right. Well, that about does it for us here on this <laughs> the third man. We appreciate y'all for tuning in with us, man. Shout out to my man D Curtis Randall running that board like Hussein Boat each and every Friday night right here on Urban Broadcast Media. Tell a friend to tell a friend to download the app. Check out the website. And anytime you miss us live, check us out on the replay of our amazing podcast by searching this, that, and the third with the third spell. I, I, I like the Roman numeral three. It's your boy Calvin Leroy King, the third, my lovely co-host with the Moses, Miss Reese. PC the one and only and my niece PC on social media 
specialization. You know what I'm saying? And we just thank y'all, man. If y'all didn't catch us live on UBM, make sure y'all check us out on SoundCloud and or iTunes. We'll be back at it with the back at it next Friday. Same bad time, same bad channel. I want y'all to stay safe, stay peaceful. One love. We out. We out, child. Love. Radio.